This week's Torah content has been sponsored by the Fishbines, who enjoy reading the sponsorship messages every week in honor of Chen and Max's wedding and with a tefillah for a lasting peace in Israel. This is Marcus Aurelius Meditations, Book 4, the end of Section 3. Finally, therefore, remember your retreat into this little domain which is yourself, and above all, do not distract or strain yourself, but be free and look at things as a man, as a human being, as a citizen, as a creature that must die. And among what is most ready at hand into which you will look, have these two. The one, that things do not touch the soul, for they are external and remain immovable, and that disturbances come only from the judgment within. The second, that all your eyes behold will change in a moment and be no more. And of how many things you have already witnessed the changes, think continually of that. The universe is change, life is judgment. Okay, so um, the I want to focus on those two uh, principles that he stated at the end. Uh, the first is really a major foundation in Stoicism um, that uh, that is expressed most eloquently, in my opinion, by Epictetus in the fifth chapter of the Enchiridion in the handbook. And I think this is actually the first place I saw it stated explicitly. So he says, Epictetus says, it is not circumstances themselves that trouble people, but their judgments about those circumstances. Therefore, whenever we are hindered or troubled or distressed, let us never blame others but ourselves. That is our own judgments. The uneducated person blames others for their failures. Those who have just begun to be instructed blame themselves. Those whose learning is complete blame neither others nor themselves. Now, obviously, there's a lot there uh, to unpack, and I'm not going to unpack it now because I just want to comment on Aurelius' meditations here. The basic idea is that uh, you can have two people who both experience the same external circumstances, and yet one of them is angry or disturbed or frustrated or depressed about it, and the other one is uh, is not or is even happy or calm or content. So clearly it's not what is external that is actually disturbing people. It is uh, the differences in their reactions are produced by something from within them, their thoughts, their judgments, their perceptions, their framing, their opinions, whatever you want to say. Um, this is the basic practice of stoicism which is to um is to work on on refining the your inner world and with the result being that it will change how you experience things that happen externally uh this is also the premise of cognitive behavior uh therapy and uh and other practices like that uh and Michelet in many ways okay although Michelet does focus on making decisions to impact the, the external world as well um so that's what he means when he says life is judgment. And in fact, I, I I mentioned this before. The translation I'm using here is a synthesis of the the public domain uh, long translation and then the public domain Farquharson translation and then my own um, either uh, changes of slight wording or um, or fusion of the two. So in both of those translations, they conclude by saying the universe has changed, life is opinion. And I didn't like that because it makes it sound like uh, uh, it makes it sound like, you know, everything is subjective. Um, and I, I like the word judgment better because it um, it highlights the fact that there are things that happen externally. Not everything is opinion. Um, there are things that happen externally that are actually happening, that are objective reality. But what the way you judge them is really what determines your experience. Um, I think that's what they meant. I'm not trying to say that I, I changed their meaning, but um, but I, I think it's clear just from my understanding of 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 you know reading all of the what I've read of the Stoics that that's what they mean. Um, uh, I also like this because it really references the the outcome of the the hate in Gan Eden. Uh, I'm not going to go into that on this recording here, but for those who are familiar with the Ramam's interpretation, 
um, the the change that happened in people's perception was that prior to the hate, then we related to the world exclusively through the lenses of of uh, Emerson Checker of truth, true and false. But then afterwards, we became immersed in the world of judgments of good and bad, and uh, and that created a, a whole host of problems. Um, and um, and so I think judgment, you know, he's him, Keluhim Yodei Tovara, you will be like, you know, the standard translation, you will be like God's knowers of good and evil. But as as we know, many of the Mepharshim say you will be like judges, you know, Rabag is one of them, you will be like judges um, who determine good and evil, uh, meaning that you're layering your own subjective judgments onto reality. And uh, and that's really the source of many of our, our, our problems, um, or all of our problems, you could say. So that's, that is life is judgment. And the reason why he says life is judgment is that um that is the only thing that we have control over in the stoic world right is is uh is how are we going to react to the things that happen to us so so life reality is more than judgment he doesn't say the universe is opinion or the universe is judgment he says life is judgment meaning what is your life what are you doing you are choosing how to frame things and how to think about things uh based on your judgments okay the second part uh is he says um think about how as, as the universe has changed, right? Think about how many things you've seen change. So I can't help but thinking about Kohelis because uh, because I like Kohelis, but also because we've been working on chapter three for a long time. The famous, everything has its season and there's a time for every desire under the heavens, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to uh, uproot the planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break through and a time to build, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to eulogize and a time to dance, a time to throw stones and a time to gather stones, a time to hug, a time to distance oneself from hugging, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to discard, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. So there are lots of, uh, of interpretations of what these are about, but they all kind of center around the fact that that life is in a state of flux and things can go from one extreme to the other, from one opposite to the other. Um, and the way that I think Aurelius is framing this is because you realize that things change, therefore you should not get too attached to one thing as if it's going to last forever. Um, and for, that's for good and for bad, meaning, I mean, this is the, the famous uh, uh, parable that people call a, a midrash, uh, but it's not actually a midrash, about Gamzu Yavor, uh, that, you know, the uh, the way I've heard it told is that, you know, someone, uh, the king asks, uh, you know, set up a, a challenge that, you know, who can make him something that will make him happy in times of sadness or sad in times of happiness. And this jeweler crafted him a ring that said, this too shall pass. And, uh, and that it has that effect is that when you're very happy about things, you have to remember that, that it's not going to last forever. Um, and when you're very sad about things, you have to remember that it's not going to last forever. And, uh, and this will help you to cope with extreme emotions that pull you out of reality and, uh, and, and really cause you to retreat into a distorted view. Um, and, uh, and, you know, remember that, that things are constantly changing and that you have to adapt accordingly, which pairs with the second thing, life is judgment.